Business Hour with Ole Bocheng on OFM, the sound of your life. Welcome back to the RFM Business Hour. We're continuing to zoom in on weddings, this time with Shade Janssen. She is a fashion designer coming out of the free state and we're focusing on what are some of the key trends, the key elements to putting together a successful wedding dress and what it is that makes a business like that have longevity and succeed. What would you say are some of the things that have surprised you the most about having a fashion design company? I also know that you have the main Shade Janssen brand, right? And then you have, I think, a side brand and you used to go to markets and stuff as well. Yes, that's actually where I met most of my clients and how this journey of starting my own business happened. I used to do festivals and markets and I embellished jackets, upcycled them, and it actually did very well. I went to the National Arts Festival a few times, to the Bloemfontein Festival, and people would interact and ask me, do you make this stuff? What do you do? And I tell them I'm a fashion designer. And then the business just grew. I got clients and the one yeah, word of mouth, the one suggested me to the other one. And yeah, I am now. The yeah. brand actually grew from the markets and festivals. That is amazing. And I mean, now one would say you make, I don't know, high-end dresses. Some of them are matric farewell dresses. Some of them are wedding dresses, etc. What has surprised you the most about your business in the years? Did you feel equipped when you started out Yes, well, we did study at a very good fashion school. Victoria Toma has a name in Bloemfontein. Well, it had. It closed down a few years ago. But I've learned a lot throughout the process. So you don't always know what you're going to do, how you're going to make it. But we've learned the rules. We've learned the basic things. And then you take those rules and you make it your own. So if you can draw it. And you can draft a pattern. They used to tell us if you can draw it, you can make it. So if you can draw up a spaceship out of pattern paper, you'll be able to to sew it. It's just the pattern knowledge. So I also try to, to think outside of the box and challenge myself on that level to keep it interesting and creative. And I think that creativity has led to some some wonderful designs throughout the years well i hope so i mean one would argue that wedding seasons and matric farewell seasons must be your busiest period what would you say are you know some of the keys to success when creating a really successful wedding piece well i also think it is your relationship with your client matric farewell seasons and wedding seasons do get hectic But make sure you get your clients before the time. Don't rush it. Don't take last minute orders. Just, I think, about six months in advance for a custom dress gives us enough time to to do proper fittings, proper alterations, and to enjoy the journey, both myself and the client, and also 100% transparency. I usually tell my clients before they come to me, honesty is the best policy. So if there is something that you want to change or that you don't like, rather get it out in the open. We won't know what you don't like if you don't tell us. So it's just managing your time and being honest and being open. That relationship 
with the client also helps a lot. Mm. How many employees do you have in terms of how many people does it take to make a single custom dress? This year, I've downscaled a bit since last year. Mm -hmm. I'm focusing on doing more one-on-one, doing more of the work myself. But I do have two seamstresses and I have a beading lady and I have an assistant designer. What would you say are some of the most specific challenges you have come across when you know, making a dress and what were the solutions that you've had to come up in terms of countering these challenges? And I'm speaking specifically of clients who walk in, I guess, and give you a picture of some Hollywood dress. Yes. Well, we try not to work from pictures. We just use it as a reference idea, but we don't copy dresses. That's one of our biggest rules. We don't want to get into trouble and we are designers. We are not just dressmakers that make from dresses from pictures. But I would say a big challenge is when you have a idea of a dress or an idea of a specific lace that you saw on Pinterest and that's not really available here where we get our fabrics Mm -hmm. that can cause challenges and being indecisive. If you are indecisive about what you want, it makes our job so much more difficult. We try to steer you. We ask you questions about your body type, about issues you have with your body. But if you don't have an idea Yeah, it causes a lot of confusion. And if you can't decide on an idea and the time runs out, it can get quite problematic. What would you say, Shade, are the trends in your industry at the moment? Well, tulle has been in fashion, but I see a lot of tulle in 2023 just used differently. Draping, tulle draping, and then I would say lace, like old-fashioned, and I mean old-fashioned like, I think it's inspired by Bridgerton. Dresses like that are coming back into fashion with full lace, just a bit more modernized, of course. And then I would say the simple dresses, they have been around for a while as well, but with more design elements like cut lines and rouging. That's also a big trend in 2023. That was Shade Janssen. She's a fashion designer. The Business Hour with Oli Bocheng on OFM. The sound of your life.